This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. You are listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. How can you use God's wisdom in the way you discipline your children? Part two. So uh, we're gonna, we've been using these scriptures that to some are controversial. Uh, we're in Proverbs chapter 23, verses 13, 14, and then we'll end with uh, 15 and 16. But today's the second day we're talking about this. And the Proverbs says, if you strike him with a rod... You will save his soul from Shual or Sheol, but mm-hmm. it's actually better pronounced Shual. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the difference between, uh, do you know, Shual, Hades, and Hell? I mean, the Bible uses three different terms, uh, Shual, Hades, and Hell. Mm-hmm. Do you know, what, what's your thought process on the difference of those three? Um, I actually don't think about them totally different. Okay. I do know the different meanings of uh-huh. them, mm-hmm. but ultimately when I read those words, I read judgment. Okay. That's, that's yeah. what I read. And so. the Bible does not differentiate in a hardcore way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there, there's a lot of crossover there. But in, in generally thinking, you can think of Shual and Hades are the same thing. One is Hebrew, one's Greek, mm-hmm. but it's the grave. Hell is something that is a New Testament term mm-hmm. and really refers to the city dump mm-hmm. where the fire never goes out. Mm-hmm. So, so think of the difference. It was, an inter- it was a term introduced by Jesus where he was talking about judgment. It's, he's saying it's going to be people that fall into judgment because they're not receiving me are going to be like people. Mm-hmm. That it's it's going to be like the Jerusalem city dump where it's always burning trash, mm. that is where you will be thrown. Mm. Um, and, and of course, that, was a, that had a lot more meaning to them than it does to us because that would have been the ultimate curse for a Jew was to be thrown into the city dump and mm. burned, um, which is exactly what happened in 70 AD is mm. they, they threw those bodies into the city <laughs> dump and burned them to prevent disease. <laughs> That's true. Um, and so it was the ultimate curse for a Jew it was actually considered a blessing for a Jew if they um, went and got into, uh, they lived a full life, had a family, became a grandfather, then went, then went into a sealed grave, you know what I'm saying, and waited mm-hmm. for the resurrection. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's look at what Solomon's saying. If you strike your child with a rod, you will save his soul from Sheol, mm-hmm. or if you want to go into the Greek, it's Hades, from the grave, if you will. Okay, let, let's look at the background again. Solomon came from an undisciplined family. Mm-hmm. David was a, was a hard nose against his enemies, but he was a so, too much of a softy on his own children, so his children were raised without the rod. They were undisciplined. And Solomon said, man, some of these children are going to an early grave because of it. Solomon saw within his own brothers and sisters, I've got brothers and sisters that are going to an early grave because they're undisciplined. They're crossing lines they shouldn't be crossed. And as good as my dad was, and but, but the other thing Solomon said is, my dad disciplined me, but he didn't discipline those other ones. <laughs> and there's a reason for it is that in David's later life, his older age, he realized 
man, I haven't disciplined my children enough. And so he disciplined Solomon. I've ruined them. I got one. I got a chance left. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. I got one chance left. And so I'm going to discipline Solomon. Yeah. And so Solomon came out of it and said, man, we need to make discipline core to wisdom. Mm. So he said things like, if you strike your child with a rod, he, you will save his soul from an early grave. Mm. All right. Let's talk about this. How does physical discipline <laughs> save your child from an early grave, Pastor Jared? And his number is... Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the way my wife and I think about this is that when we spank our child, mm-hmm. it's to save her from future harm. Mm. So, for instance, we'll use this as an example. Uh, this isn't as much of an issue anymore because she now understands it. Mm-hmm. When your child is on the changing table mm-hmm. and they turn into an alligator mm-hmm. uh, while you're trying to change them mm-hmm. and they're flipping around and kicking mm-hmm. their legs and doing all sorts of crazy stuff, you can you know try and do stuff. We tried restraining. We tried uh, telling her no, mm-hmm. some of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, what really it came down to is we had to spank her, and we didn't have to spank her very often. You put her in a straight jacket. You put her in a straight jacket if you wanted. <laughs> but then you can't change her diaper. Yeah. But what eventually we were able to do is we spanked her, and what was communicated and what she did understand is that they're spanking me because if I continue to do this, I could get hurt worse mm-hmm. than what that spanking feels like. Yeah. Um, and so now we did never we never did just you know, hit her and leave it at that. It was always, we would spank her and say, if you keep doing that, mm. you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you know, obviously when they're really young, they don't understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah. but as they develop and they can start to understand what you're saying, you know, my daughter's 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, 21 months old, she understands every word <laughs> that we yeah. say to her. Right. Um, and so you have to get to that point where I can explain to them. Now, do they do they totally understand everything you say? No, mm-hmm. yeah. but they do understand what you're trying to communicate. Yeah, um, and it keeps them from future harm. Hmm. I have a a favorite story that I tell of when one of my kids was little, and they were you know you you little bitty kids you you get them on the soccer team right, and mm-hmm. and basically it's a mob chasing the ball at that age, which is comedy. <laughs> and, uh, and or, or not chasing the ball. Or not chasing they're the just, ball. They're all standing on the field, and one kid is kicking the ball around. Yeah, yeah, around. It's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but uh, as we're on the sidelines, the parents are talking, and we don't know each other. Which parents are, The only thing we have in common is our kids are playing soccer. Mm-hmm. But I remember one time that, it somehow the conversation evolved. Not all these parents are watching their children and they're struggling because their children are not listening to the coach. Mm-hmm. And and I could tell they're struggling. And just I just said something that did not mean to have these consequences, mm-hmm. but it did. Mm-hmm. Somehow I said, you know, uh, I kind of learned with uh, my children that um, they know that you're afraid to spank them in public. So I just learned I need to spank them in public once so they know I'm willing to do it. Mm-hmm. So one time I took my child right in the middle of Walmart and gave him a good whooping <laughs> and on the butt. I didn't, you know, it's not like I took his pants down. It's just, yeah. just spanked him in the, in, right there in Walmart. And he realized, oh, they're willing to spank me in public. And a <laughs> problem solved after that. I, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and the unintended consequence of that 
was that within five minutes, <laughs> all these parents went and pulled their kids off the field and started spanking their children and it's, telling them, "Get back out! You're going to listen to that coach. You're going to do what he says. You're going <laughs> to now get back out there and score a goal." <laughs> And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> oh, it became comedy to me. Um, so you know, here's the thing: is that um, uh, Solomon is saying, listen, uh, physical discipline, strike him with a rod. Mm-hmm. What you're going to do is you're going to save his soul mm-hmm. from an early grave, mm-hmm. because Solomon is saying, my dad was too much of a softy mm-hmm. on too many of my brothers, and they went to an early grave because they crossed lines they should not have crossed. It's true. Um, And so what we want to encourage is the best thing is to be intentional. Plan ahead for what is going to get physical discipline. Plan ahead for what is going to cause you to say no. Plan ahead, uh, and you'll do better. The, The more intentional you are, the better. Having said that, there are times you just can't plan mm-hmm. because you just can't predict everything, mm-hmm. and um, and so if if you'll if you'll kind of evaluate those times of if I do nothing here, how much future harm is going to come from doing nothing, it's right? True. And that's your decision thing is is actually you're saving them from future harm. Yeah. So um, that's Solomon's thinking at Proverbs 23, 14. Tomorrow we're going to use, he's going to go just a little bit more elaborate about this, of some of the rewards of being intentional about the discipline we give our children. And we'll look at that tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.